Hi, I'm James Valentine. This is Headroom, my podcast, and this is the Even Greater Sydney Planning Committee. H.G. Nelson and I have been running this for some time, sorting out all the problems in Sydney planning. Well, in fact, we've extended it to the nation and, nay, the very world. Anyway, enjoy the latest edition. Well, a very good afternoon. And, uh, look, it's a difficult time for the state, uh, the city and the state, but, um, and... You know, unfortunately, to compound it all, this will be the uh, the last even Greater Sydney and State Planning Committee for some weeks. And so there'll be a lot of issues that will go unattended. Um, you know, I worry for the city and the state that we'll not be able to deal with what we're facing at the moment without the guidance of HG Nelson and myself. But we're going to have to manage because HG has been called to uh, sit alongside Dick Pound and John Coates and run the Olympic Games in uh, Tokyo. He and Roy Slaven will be in charge of affairs day, uh, there. They are chef de humour for the, uh, for the uh, Olympic Games and their broadcast will start next Friday here on this very station. You'll be hearing it at 3 o'clock uh, there. So yeah, I think it's a bit much to ask HG to run the state of New South Wales, the city of Sydney and the Olympic Games. I think that, that's uh, too much of a call, even on him, really. And we want, we want these Olympic Games to be the best ever. So unless there's, as Chef, chef de Wit, um, unless um, Chef de Murph... Uh, Roy and uh, HG are there. I worry that it wouldn't quite reach the, the heights that it should. HG Nelson, good afternoon. Yes, uh, tinged with sadness as it is, yeah. uh, Mr Valentine. Mm. And let me just do a little bit of housekeeping here. We are making the uh, program uh, Dodging on the... Uh, dodging Armageddon, I was going to say Dodging, dodging on, on the Blind, blind side. side, which would be a great program <laughs> to make. If people are listening and thinking about making radio programs, they can have that title for free. Mm. Now, uh, the Dodge... Uh, is a half-hour program made every day, heard across Australia on the fabulous ABC network and available as a podcast. Now, I should point out that it's not television. Some people think it's a television show that we're going to be making. And, no. it, and some people are thinking it's going to run for hours. It's mm. not. It's mm. every day, but it's only 30 minutes every day. So if you do, uh, you know, it's easy to swerve around. If you don't like uh, Roy and HG, you can listen to a podcast yourself from some other source. But if you are... As you point out, on this station, roughly three o'clock every day, mm. you'll be able to hear mm. the latest from Tokyo. Roy and I are obviously looking forward to it enormously. We think, as you pointed out, these could be the best games ever because we got last we got rid of the crowds. Yeah, we got rid of the crowds that held things back for so long. Getting them into the stadium, getting them out of stadium. Yeah. No, 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 yeah, none yeah. of that. That's but right. punters will still be able to get a bet on us. I've said in other media commitments on the uh, hundred metres, it'll be run. Mm. It'll go off at ten past eight on the day or whenever it's set foot down for. And you'll see a first, second and third. And in a lovely touch, and I think this is a breakthrough the Olympics will pick up and run with, is the athletes will present each other with the medals. Isn't that nice? There'll be none of this, yeah. you know, Kevin Gosper waddling down yeah. because an Australian's won yeah. and he's, you know, well, you know, if a Japanese person had won, it'd be beneath yeah. him to turn up. So there's so- none of that. The winner will obviously give it to the second place and the second place will obviously give it to the third place. Oh, see, I'd like it the other way around. I, I, I think fourth, fifth and sixth oh. should give out first, second and third. I mean, they're already there. You mean tin, celery and potato? Tin, celery and potato should give it to give silver, gold, gold, bron- gold silver, bronze. Oh, that's a thought. Because I think I'd love to see the look on the face of, you know, potato. Uh, when he gives over the gives over the gold, well, I can I tell you what that looks like. It looks like Spud Dutton. Mm, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a similar emotional joy. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. yeah that, that will be shared there. Are there any? Have you had a look and see if there's any betting exotics that we could get on? I'd like something like you know a trifecta across three different events, so you can pick the the ladies BMX freestyle, the floor gymnastics. And the the taekwondo, you know, you could get a, if you get first in all of those. And the colour Glad will be wearing tomorrow at the announcement. All of the that numbers. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Look, 
it's a modern world we live in, yeah, Mr. Valentine. Of course. It's, it's, it's yeah. thought through. It's yeah. not, there's nothing left to chance. Mm. When we talk about betting on the Archibald, mm. I mean, the difficulty there is, is that, that that idea hasn't crossed over to the TAB yet. Eventually yeah. it will. Yeah. And all those things will come up. We're talking about sport. Yeah, We're yeah. talking about the Olympics. We're talking about, yeah. you know, obviously the biggest, you know, school sports carnival yeah. in the world. Yeah, exactly. You know. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it'll be very exciting. And I think the best thing you can be doing, of course, is you might like to catch some of the events somewhere, but ah, for yes. full interpretation and to really understand what happens at Tokyo 2020, even though it's taking place in 2021, to really understand what's happening at Tokyo 2021, don't miss uh, Dodging Armageddon with Roy and HG. I wish I hadn't said dodging on the blind side. I'll make That's, that mistake about 30 it, times. You're going to call it all. <laughs> yeah, all I'm the just going to get blurred. <laughs> I should point out that uh, bludging on the blind side, the companion mm. show, uh, appear, will appear throughout the whole Olympics uh, mm. at uh, 12 o'clock on the It's not like rugby Saturday. league stops. No. <laughs> rugby, rugby league does not stop just because there's an Olympics. No, or there's COVID. Yeah. Um, no, look, uh, the, the regular Saturday show is on. Mm. And the great thing about the re- regular Saturday show was you'll be able to hear that in live time. So if the latest, you know, from the shop put the high jump, then that'll be the place yeah. to catch up with that on Saturdays. Yeah. Yep. Now. Terrific. Uh, well, let's turn our attention to uh, planning. I'll, look, I'll just go straight to a to a text because it's, yeah, sure. it's, it's very Jermaine. good. Jermaine? Uh, well, not Jermaine, it's just very funny. If uh, central, if the Central Coast is now part of Sydney, can we please have a light rail system that nobody uses? Tar. So, yes, we'll try and investigate that for you. And wow, what a challenge. A light rail system on the Central Coast. Yeah, uh, that nobody uses, as, as, as he says. You know, like Newcastle's got one, we've got one, it's time the Central Coast got one. So, um, you know, I'm imagining uh, you're more familiar with the yeah, area than me. I'm just trying to think of where would you go that is you it, avoid crowds. Is it tug along to wear an affair? Is it, uh, you know, is, it, is that the sort of thing that you'd, you'd want? That could get used. That might get used. That might be the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're thinking maybe carry on to Woi Woi. That sort of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. The slow road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, so, yeah, excellent plan and we'll certainly uh, be considering no, it. No, no, I've spent a lot of wakeless nights thinking about that. Look, can I come to something that's mm. caught my eye? You certainly. Uh, you know, I have been on this program as a planning issue worried about the world's best at being the worst in the vaccine mm, rollout. That's right. Now, I noticed an op-ed written by Health Minister Hunt uh, today, and um, he's talking about the Arm Yourself ad, which cost $41 million, although mm. when you say $41 million, it's hard to know how much the ad cost. I priced wow. the ad out at about $20. Yeah. The rest of the $41 million is a sop to people to put it on their platforms oh, as in I Channel see. 7. It's not a million per arm that they put in the ad because that's what that ad's up to about, doesn't it? But uh, I see what you mean, yeah. You know, uh, mm. you've got to be honest here, buying the space, the media space mm. is the thing. I see anyway, uh, he, Minister said the COVID ad campaign is part of the government's overall strategy. And mm. I'm thinking, what? Overall strategy? And then I read... In the op-ed piece, we are now entering the third phase of the four-phase plan set out over the course of the year. And all of a sudden, the penny dropped. Mm. They planned to be the best at the worst in the world. Right. There's no accident here. This is planned. That's why we can't... That's why when we look at it and say, but there there appears to be no planning, it's that we don't understand the plan. Correct. Mm. They wanted it to be like this. Otherwise, they would have done something different. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. And well, I've got to be honest, is I didn't see the genius. I mean, I'm not sure that the genius has purpose, but that's a separate issue. That's right. But this is where they've got to where they exactly want to be. Yeah. They've got 
They've got the virus yeah. at the end. They've drawn a bead on it. They've got the shotgun and the spotlight yeah. out. And, you know, if it was a kangaroo, it would be dead by now. Well, we did have an advertising expert on, commenting oh, on the ad, <laughs> who said it's the kind of ad you make when you don't want anyone to get a vaccination. Uh, but you need to make an ad to encourage people to get a vaccination. So See I, what I, I mean? I think you're right. I think we just haven't discerned what the actual plan is, and the plan was to be world's best at coming last. Can I ask, did this person who gave you that advice... Mm-hmm. Have any credits in the advertising cable? Oh, yeah, they have no. some credits in the advertising cable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Oh. I, I find this breathtaking to think that, well, you know, we love being number one in the world, mm. and we are. Yeah, yeah. We're world class at an ordinary vaccination rollout. So, <laughs> Very you know, ordinary. So, well done, Australia. Now, one of the things that slipped away from me in our planning is the War Memorial. Now, in the past, mm. we've discussed the War Memorial from the mm. point of view that. Uh, uh, it's, I think, 500 million, half a billion, mm-hmm. to build a room as big as... Well, it's big enough to restage the Battle of the Somme inside. Yes. Yep. And, uh, you know, with the sprinkler system put in and all that sort of stuff. It looks yep. as... And the dirt and yeah. the duckboards yeah, and, terrific. you know, yeah. Tony Abbott as Sergeant Major. You know, it's, it looks as though it's all going to be... Some rats possible. in, some rats. typhoid, you know. Rats! Packing a woodbine as, as yeah, you go yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now, what happens is, this is very odd... People are complaining about demolishing the 20-year-old Anzac Hall uh, is one, or the de- demolition of the current hall is one of the most convers- uh, controversial aspects of the project, which is set to nearly double the War Memorial's gallery space. Mm. That's a bit hard to say. Yeah. Now, 20 years, and I'm thinking, hmm, how long did the Sydney Football Stadium last? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About roughly the same That's amount same. of time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they obviously got the uh, wheels rolling on that a little while ago, but yep. 20 years. Yep. Now... How long did Darling Harbour last? How long did the convention centre last? Like 20 to 30 years is, is a reasonable time now for a large, large public space. And already built into the current rebuild in the Sydney Football Stadium on that dirt there is the knockdown date. Mm. It yeah. just hasn't been revealed. Everybody obviously yeah, knows right. it. Yeah. And that new ICC, if that's what it's called, yes. International Convention yes. Centre, that must have a date on it somewhere oh, where it would come down. They, that would already be uh, being Too old. being planned. They'd be planning around that to knock it down for a more sustainable version. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, one that's completely solar-powered. That sort and of thing. garden roof. Yeah, garden now, roof. Mm. This, get this. <clears throat> the Australian War Memorial staff, staff were advised to tell people that the options other than knocking down the hall had been rigorously examined... Uh, documents uh, by the nine newspapers, uh, they got those out of Freedom of Information. Three sets of key talking points were given to the staff, uh, which is being demolished as part of the early works and was not extendable and no longer fit for purpose. If asked why the War Memorial couldn't develop another site, such as its storage centre in Canberra's north, the staff were advised to offer a quick answer that using that space to tell the stories of recent conflicts would be to diminish them and make them second class. Oh. Ooh, how about that? Yeah. Yeah. Second class. Imagine our problems in Afghanistan being described as second class. I know, I know. That's just inconceivable. Yeah. Or our issues in Timor 20 years ago, just on beyond 20 years ago, second class. Mm. That's great, isn't it? Yeah. So. Perfect answer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And then we go on to mm. an easy explainer developed in July 2020 for the staff uh, who did not have time to read more than, wait for it, 600 pages Mm. of the document. Um, The new room planned to make a 3D scan of the Anzac Hall and photograph it extensively before demolition Mm. so people could look at the pictures of what it was. It's nice, isn't it? 
It's nice. Like, I thought this was one of the most stunning things I'd ever heard in a new museum and have an exhibit celebrating the old museum. It's, uh, it's is it is it Brunel? Um, you know, the labyrinth, you know, those sort of, those, uh, or Bo- uh, Borgias. Am I thinking Borgias? Georges-Louis Borgias. You Help know, us out here. I'm not sure well, where you're he, going, buddy. He, he's a South American writer and yeah. he writes these sort of complex short stories where one thing is inside another is inside another. You know, it'll be these sort of torturous kind of worlds that are, mm-hmm. that are, that are revealed. You know, it'll be a library where every book leads to another book, leads to another. But, you, you know, you, it, it's... Are they interesting? Yeah, they're terrific, terrific. Mm-hmm. Very, very exciting. And this one I'm starting to see here, this kind of an intricate sort of museum within a museum within a museum. It's, it's so meta. It's so modern. It's so postmodern. It's everything that you could possibly want. Now, I hadn't pushed it out that far. Mm. Where I got to was the problem of the koalas in New South Wales. Oh, yeah, OK, OK. Now... Remember a while ago we got into terrible trouble. I think in now in the Barralaro, the the um, Barralaro being the the um, Barra component of the Barra Barra government. Yeah. It's down to him as to what happens to the koalas and mm-hmm. all the details come through his office. But one thing that was done as a sop towards the public's problem with koalas continuing on in the future mm. was that an elaborate website would be established costing right. $1 million yep. to demonstrate weird how these things have $500 million yeah, yeah. and $1 million, et cetera. I don't mm. believe it for a minute. Anyway, mm. uh, to capture the essence of the koala for future generations mm. on a website. Mm. Well, this is just brilliant. Well, here we have a, a whole building yeah, caught on a website. Caught. And, mate, you could almost argue, well, had we thought about flipping it the other way, on a website we put the new museum, just keep the old one. But you go into the, into the old one and there's... The new museum, as it might have been, so it's a, it's a, you're looking at something that that might have, might have occurred rather than something that did occur and is no longer there. Now, can I point out future conflicts? I mean, we're mm. we're just itching for a fight with China. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, Dutton, Spuddy Dutton told yeah. me. Yeah. Now, that new conflict, it's all there on digital. Yeah, it's captured in That's obviously right. living colour and yeah. death. It's going to be a digital war. It's not going to take. It's not going to take place in boots on the ground. It's going to be hacks. It's going to be hacks. It's going to be double know, garages out in the back of electromagnetic whoop, whoop. pulse taking out all of, all of your viruses, bank, you know, viruses, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Now, so can I point out that all that. What a great! You've hit the nail on the head because all of that will be so easy hmm. to capture hmm. because that's what we're able to do now. We don't have to yeah. worry about. In the old days, we yeah. had to send people to Afghanistan. We won't do that anymore. Not going to do that anymore. You'll and, be able to. You could, you could. You could sit at home. And go on to the War Memorial website and operate your own drone. <laughs> you know? Could fly, you shoot down things? I think so. Fly yeah. it over areas, you know, do whatever you like. Um, you know, not actual, but uh, you could recreate various areas. Oh, you know? wow. So let's say Australia wins the next battle with China. Yeah. Then what happens is you could do it and have the roles reversed if you got the numbers right. You yeah. could have China win. Yeah, you have you do that if you like. You could, um, you know, I don't know why you'd want to do that, but you no, could. But if, if let's say there is a sort of you know a bombing of Beijing, well then you could go and recreate that and with with your own drone at home, and that's it's better than a, a weekend in Canberra. Come on, um, so I think there's a you know they've got it the wrong way around. They haven't looked at what what's coming, and they haven't looked at how to how to commemorate that. And can I just kick that on a bit what's wrong with putting the whole collection in there in in that in that space so into that spa- into the digital in, space onto that platform yeah exactly mm. exactly now yeah. the hall cost 11.3 million in 2020 sorry in 2001 so that's 20 years ago 
they're up to 500 million. So it gives you an mm. idea of, I mean, admittedly, it's a bit bigger and mm. they also have these other things. But um, there's been a lot of pushback on all of this. Uh, I think we've reported on this in the past, including former Australian War Memorial directors, Steve Gower and Brendan Kelson, who have argued is unnecessary and the 500 million would be better spent on better spent on services for veterans. Yes, yes. Now... Which is a nice way of commemorating veterans, services <laughs> to veterans, you'd have to say. Well, oh. it, unfortunately, when you t- put it like that, it's an irresistible argument. Yeah. Never mind your yeah. talking points about how they're second class. Mm. I mean, never mind. Well, mm. where are the veterans in this? Yeah. They're about 12th class. Yeah, yeah. Pushed yeah. right down the bottom of the heap. Yeah. Now... Um, Vocal opposition, well, the talking points prepared ahead of the Senate estimates uh, along the same lines, advising vocal opposition came from a small number of organisations, institutions and individuals, and the funding did not come at the expense of investing in veterans' benefits and services. I find that hard to believe, mm. Mm. Uh, that it didn't come at the expense, uh, because let's face it, I think veterans have been very poorly done by, mm. and that if they could 500, five, 500 million... Remember, of course, I'm happy to let, make it 490 million and spend 10 million getting the collection on digitised and yeah, all that sort right. of stuff and putting the platforms yeah, yeah. down. I'm yeah. not being cruel here. I'm no. not being unkind here no. to the to the people who like commemorative no. things. But I mean, if you don't have to, if you don't have to turn a sod, ah. if you don't have to put down a foundation stone, very good. You could spend 100 million on the virtual, and it'd be well, it'd be world class. It'd be incredible. You know, it'd be the most amazing thing. You could have. You know, you would be starting to rival sort of like, um, you know, those those world of world of warfare or whatever they're called, those sort of online gaming platforms. Oh, that everybody no, gets yes, into. I was just thinking of that. You know, the, I want to say Red Heat Redemption. All oh, that sort like of that. stuff. Yeah, that's you know, right. imagine, imagine Call if, of Duty. Imagine if everybody could go on and 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 all recreate the uh, you know the attack on Tobruk, the defence of Tobruk. You know, as a virtual game, as a way of celebrating things, but it keeps on going. It's a multi-game player thing. You know, um, it, 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 it. Imagine the funding we could bring in, possibly for um, to help out our veterans. Well, I hadn't thought of that. You mean from sales of I mean, our sales recreation of the, the Butler yeah. to Brook uh-huh. as a virtual ga- as a game, online game that you know commemorates the extraordinary efforts there, or Gallipoli. Or our efforts on the on the on the in, in the field of France, you know, all of the things that we've done um, could be expanded into multiplayer games. And this is this is where this is where the eyeballs are. This is where the young people are. This is where you'll be telling them about our history. Don't worry about your Peter Weir Gallipoli movie anymore. That's a little bit 1980s. Do something now in the gaming space, and I think we'd be uh, we'd be onto something. And can I point out that you and I have talked a lot about the Monash Centre, which is mm. the I think I'm right in saying the most valuable bit of, uh, you know, cultural uh, space mm. built in France. Yeah. Uh, sadly, it's not pulling punters as it used yeah. to, and yeah. I have suggested that uh, it change itself. It changes tack into being something that's, you know, obviously a, a thing yeah. where you stand in front of the exhibits to being, you know, a much more hands-on, yeah. this is what it was really like, getting that trench, you right. and stop, you, yeah, you leave yeah. that right alone. You Make know, it you an escape room. So you get in there and you're in a trench... At Villas Bretonneux, you've got to get out, you know. <laughs> See, that's the sort of thing. That would attract the attract people and commemorate the uh, the service. Now, it finishes up this a little bit. It's important to tell these stories, even in the midst of a global pandemic, because we owe it to those who served and those who are serving today to keep us safe, uh, keeping, keeping us safe, and to remember what they've endured and what they've done for us. Well, mm. we're talking about a digital experience that's now. That's what I'm we? saying. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, mm. we're not we're not saying we don't want to do that. We're just saying large buildings where you walk around, and look at things. 
might be a little bit 20th century. And can I finish up with the parade ground where the National Anzac Day and Remembrance Ceremonies are held will be inaccessible for three years. Mm. See, again, the knock-on effects. No yeah. one's thought this through. No. Your digi thing could be up tomorrow. Yeah, that's up right. Up tomorrow. That's right. And uh, sure, you'd add to it. You'd uh, obviously... And why not release, you know, have a planned release date? So we do the Somme tomorrow, mm. and then we moved on to Gallipoli, mm. and then we might do, you mm. know, Afghanistan, Iraq, you know, all that you sort could, of stuff. You could you could get half the work done by crowdsourcing it through Australian schools and getting kids to do the coding. Um, <laughs> you know, they're all doing it. They're all learning it. They all know what to do. They can all build these things. You know, they, 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 they've got to do some rendering of the, of the backgrounds from the battlefields, this sort of stuff. So they've got to make the tank move from left to right. You know, just get it out to some year 10s. And we, I know we do this incredibly well. In fact, recently I bumped into a whole gang who did this sort of work for the uh, the big movies that are made, wherever the big movies are made at the studios around the place, the green the, screen the movies. Fox studios yeah, and yeah, yeah, your the, Avengers movies. Yeah, Avengers, and like yeah, that. yeah. DC Comics that's and right, stuff got, like that. We've got armies of people that yeah, do this stuff for them. We're good at it. They're used we're to putting in a whole galaxy that Thor's going to fall through <laughs> at some point, you know, so they'd be easily be able to, surely the battlefields of France wouldn't be beyond them. No, I mean, it's weird, isn't it? Why they don't? And we're not filmmakers. I no. mean, we, we work on the radio and stuff like that. Mm. I mean, I'm it, starting to feel quite excited about this. I think it's quite good. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the again inaccessible for three years mm. as it is excavated and reshaped to form part of the new underground entrance. Mm. And then the stone of remembrance, which I love, is being relocated to the side of the main building where the national ceremonies will be held during construction. The stone of remembrance is being moved. Yeah, I, mean, I know. God, it's just madness. Well, that was the point. Now, it's not to be moved. Stone of remembrance. Stone of remembrance. <laughs> mm. uh, now, look, one. The, have you been following the changes in the um, what do they call it? The powerhouse developments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as you know, of course, the government, uh, that's the Barra Barra government, uh, mm. Auntie Gladslot, yep. uh, they decided they wouldn't knock it down. Mm. Uh, but they've got two things. The, the powerhouse new development with the eight uh, cafes and restaurants at Parramatta, it, yeah. at Parramatta mm. that's going to have a certain sort of, what would you call it, certain sort of focus. Right. And one of the other, the, um, there's been an avalanche of cash... Uh, $500 million to overhaul the Olimo Powerhouse Museum as a fashion, at a fashion event to mark the government investment. Now, they're mm. trying to build the current powerhouse uh, into a focus, a fashion-focused venue. Right, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we often talked about the collection of Kylie Minogue's underwear, which mm. is obviously one everybody would like to see that, mm. being available to a double garage alongside where mm. the powerhouse has been built yep. there. Well, that apparently will be able to come back to the current powerhouse. Right, right. So that's good. Mm. But... The spin-off is the huge storage house for a priceless collection of Powerhouse Museum has been approved in Sydney's northwest. Mm. Now this is huge. The Powerhouse Museum's Discovery Centre at Castle Hill is to double double in size with construction of, well I can't you know eight thousand one hundred thirty four square metres. How many Olympic swimming pools? Yeah, no, I knew mm. you would ask. Yeah, yeah. I knew you would ask. Uh, I think it's about a quarter of a Sydney Harbour. I'd say that's possibly four, four football fields. Yeah. Oh. Oh, easily four football fields. <laughs> Court of Sydney Harbour. It will be capable of housing aircraft, historic trains, mm. and helicopters. Oh. I wonder if there'll be a light rail in there. I'd hope so. Now, well, how soon before well, exactly. the Macquarie Street light rail is a powerhouse ex 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 exhibit? <laughs> now, Building J, as it's known, is to be built on the TAFE land and the site of the museum. And the site of the museum's eucalypt plantation established post-war mm. to scientifically help 
with the commercial harvest of essential oils. Right. Now, I'm not sure what they're saying here. Uh, it's We're going to lose going to be knocked down. Mm, that seems a shame. Uh, Stokesy, uh, who's got his hands on the planning levers, uh, said the new facility uh, would increase the museum's accessible storage space by 30%, allowing for better community access to the artefacts and the collections. Now, right. they reckon they've got the 500,000-piece collection will be housed and cared for on site. Mm. There's no mention, disappointingly, of cafes. Right. No mention of restaurants. Right. No mention of you know, knick-knack shops or merch yeah, shops and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, how many people is this going to employ? Should we build a light rail from Castle Hill to Parramatta? So you go to the Castle Hill, you wander around. I, I, I get a feeling that what they're, what, they're, what they're saying is, you know, if you just put the stuff on the shelf, people are perfectly happy to walk up the corridor like it's at Bunnings or Officeworks and have a look at stuff. And, you know, there's some trains, there's some old clothes, there's some, some, some old mechanical gear. So you have a bit of a wander up and down the shelves. Then you jump on the light rail and all the cafes are over at Parramatta. So you just head over to there. And that's when you go and have your, have your coffee and go to the gift shop and all that sort of thing. That's brilliant. It's good, isn't brilliant. it? Brilliant. Mm. I mm. thought you were going to head in another... I know you've got to worry about the news, but I thought mm. you were going to head in a slightly different direction. A light rail from the current powerhouse to the storage. I think we'd have to be looking at a, at a three-way light rail. At some point, where you can do the triangle, the powerhouse triangle, the the, the triangle of power uh, <laughs> that will start there, head out to Castle Hill, across to Parramatta, come back in, and no one's going to use it. It's and then no one will use it, yeah, so perfect. it'll be perfect. Um, expect to see those plans very soon. You're on uh, ABC Radio across New South Wales and here with the meeting of the even greater Sydney and State Planning Committee with HG Nelson where we look at every aspect of Sydney planning. We, uh, you know, we offer nothing but, uh, but vision and mentorship is really thought leadership is where is the space we occupy in this area and uh, very happy to provide it. Have you mentored anybody lately? I, I'm mentoring as, as I speak right oh, now. It's, it, happens, it happens in an osmotic way. Uh, right. across Do the, you find across people the... when you're on the light rail saying, saying people come up, love the work, I get a, love I, the expert I get work. a quiet nod of thanks. I can see it. I can That's see it in their eyes. I can see it in the... just a, If they had a hat, they just touch the brim. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that sort of... Or offer you the vape. And they, they might offer me the vape and they... And they but it, it's not as overt as that. It's just a look. It's just a little... And I, I, I treasure it. I, I know what they're saying. They're saying, thanks. The, the city is the way it is because of you. And so I appreciate that. Thanks for all your uh, text correspondent. Uh, there was a light rail. And now, this is perfect, of course. We're proposing the Triangle of Power, <laughs> triangle Alt- of Ultimo, <laughs> Castle Hill, Parramatta and back. And we're suggesting that put it in because no one will use it. I think the other guide for whether there should be a light rail or not is that there already was one. And, of course, there used to be a light rail to Castle Hill. There was a steam train, uh, a steam tram, apparently, that went out to, uh, to Castle Hill back in the day. Wow, so a steam good, tram. Yeah, so it's like yeah. a train but ran on the road. I guess so. Or, or it or was ran on a track. Ran on, on rails road. but ran on steam but it was a sort of tram level light. I, had tra- I can picture mm. a steam train mm. but I can't picture a I steam I'm not tram. A, this, I'm just reading one correspondence. Did it have a sort of a person who shoveled cold into a... I, all I can tell you is what's written here. Yeah, there used enough. to be a light rail to Castle Hill steam tram mm-hmm. but I think it's, it's it, you know, usually once we start digging a new light rail we find old tracks underneath. I know, underneath. I understand that. So That's I'm, I'm very pleased saying, that, that, will, very good, very good. that that will happen. So the first leg's in place... First leg's in place, that's mm. right. It, it's all there. Uh, James at HG Gaming is now global, so a German could play against an Australian at Tobruk, a Turk at Gallipoli and so on. So it's a fantastic opportunity for us all to relearn history on a global sense. And bring people together. Bring, bring people, people together. together. But also Over then... the console. Then, you know, you, you could, you could then, then rewrite it however you want to write it, you know, this week. You know, there'd be a week where we win Gallipoli. 
Um, it would be absolutely terrific. Can I point out that's 52 weeks of the year? That's true. Contract the War Memorial out to Peter Jackson, the uh, film director of the Lord of the Rings and the Beatles films. Oh, his famous work, though, is the uh, recolouring the First World War footage. That's Brilliant. right. Brilliant. So he's saying he's done great digital depictions <coughs> of, of the Great War. Yeah. So there's somebody who's already in line to do it. He's got, I believe, about you know 10,000 New Zealanders there ready to work for him at the drop of a... Drop of a Hobbit, and um, so <laughs> he's done the Beatles reconstruction. He's done the Beatles stuff, which, which I think's due for release almost any minute. Look, there's there's a Beatles fan in my house who just you know monitors this daily. Uh, um, any news? He says the he, he says there's meant to be three three hour versions out by the end of the year. It was meant to be last year in the cinema. COVID put paid to it, so now there's meant to be. Apparently, there's like there's so much. Footage. Well, they found 50 hours yeah. of it, but I didn't realise that though he was thinking of three projects. Sorry, this is off track. Well, that's right, but it's but grown, apparently it's grown to the level where he's just saying, just put it all out. You know, let's put as much out. It's all great. It's all interesting. It's, it shows they're having a fine old time. So uh, looking forward to that. Um, thank you so much for all this uh, text correspondence. Let me just um, make sure I've got the right ones here for one second. And uh, it's very, very good. Have we thought about a drawbridge across the Murray and the Tweed. Um, so given the fact that we seem to be closing borders uh, so quickly and so so often now, is it time for us to consider a, a, a drawbridge? You know, could we take the spit bridge, for example, out of there, mm. whack it in Albury, and then finally get a, a fixed bridge a little higher across the spit? You know, there's an exciting project to consider. Right. I, I hadn't thought of a drawbridge, but it's an excellent idea. Mm. And um, what I was thinking of was, um, you know, the technology must have improved and I'd love to see, you know, maybe lightweight construction and, uh, yeah. you know, sort of maybe yeah. you would be, be able to have uh, uh, sometimes the borders are shut one way but open the other way, yes. you know, so you might be able to have parallel bridges yeah. sometimes that would be up. Um, yeah. I, you know, I've just got to be honest here is, is that the bridge that I've got in mind, of course, is the is it the Tower Bridge in London where... Oh, the, it's where it swings. Know, yeah. Doesn't well, swing all the way like Piermont uh, used to. No, <clears> I don't think so. I think the sides just go up like that. Oh, but right, it's right. A spectacular yeah. structure yeah. is really. Yeah, that's the I sort mean, of thing. Wouldn't that be great? It would. You'd love it. Yeah, worldy, but modern. And at the risk of sounding a little Trumpian, I would say that the attitude of Victorian Queensland towards New South Wales is I think we could suggest a bridge and they'd pay for it. True death. <laughs> If we said, would you like a bridge that goes they up, jump. they go, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, Where do I sign? We'll have, that, uh, we'll have that immediately. That could be a very good thing. Um, Bob wants to point out that um, the, the proposal to move, or the, I think what is now the project, to move Willow Grove, the Italianate mansion mm-hmm. in, uh, in Parramatta, Parramatta. Um, is a perfect egg-spec project. No location, no timeline, no budget. Um, perfect, he said. So, Bob... <coughs> Thank you for Thank observing you. Yeah, that expect right. principles have been, been observed. So, now, uh, can so I point out there. that to those who don't know, I think the idea here is they're knocking, taking the building apart bit by bit mm. and rebuilding it somewhere else, as Bob points mm. out. No, no, no place known. <laughs> no place known. No known yeah. place, no location. And what worries me, you know, I worry about this, is it's going to be put, say, uh, oh, I don't know, it broke. Yeah. You know, yeah. where it'll be hidden away, right. fall into disrepair and they'll be able to knock it down. Yeah, yeah. 
That's you know, right. There'll be some justification along the lines it'll drag people up to broke and stuff like that. There's plenty of reasons yeah. to go to broke apart from having yeah. a building there. That's right. But demolition by neglect or... Demolition de- by or neglect. Or demolition by, by storage. I mean, th- and I think this has often been... I think this has already been observed about the Willow Grove project. Anybody who's put anything into storage has never gone back to get it. Um, or once they went back to get it nine years later, threw it all out. So if the Willow Grove Italianate mansion is to be broken up into pieces and put into storage... It's that's gone. it. It's you gone. might as well burn it. That's right. Just yeah. ring up Ken Arts and say, just take it straight to the tip. Uh, don't worry about storing it for the time being. So yeah, it's a bit sad. Uh, it, the only other thing is you could repurpose the material. I mean, let's face it. You know, a new government comes in, new ideas. Oh yeah. The you know the Berabara government's gone. New government comes in. Oh, by the way, that stuff you know he knocked over at uh, Willow Grove. Yeah. We're using that to build the bridge. The Draw oh, the bridge across, the, across yeah. the Murray. People yeah. go, you beauty. That's nice. That's nice. Mm. Should it, would it be better if everyone in Parramatta was offered, um, you know, a bit of Willow Grove? So a little bit of Willow Grove would be in everyone's no, backyard. No, I love that. I, I, I love all those things. You know? I, I just think it's fantastic. You know, we that... want to build a bird bath, okay? You can Perfect. have four bricks, mm. um, you know, four, four stones. Uh, we but... want to do a fire pit, you know. But they can't just, after a while, throw it out no. on their tip. They've got no. to hang on to it forever. That's right. They'd be um, tradable, though. They'd be worth something. A lot of support for a, a useless light rail on the central coast. Um, wouldn't? Uh, what about woi woi straight across Brisbane waters to the big bridge at Kilcare? That seems totally useless. I mean, surely one of the points of the light rail would be to duplicate what's already there. Is that? Uh, is, 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 would that work? Well, I, I sp- mm. duplicating what's already there. Mm. Uh, I'd like to have even a more bigger ambition. Right. That that no one could find it. Yes. You know, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. no one had any need to yeah, go yeah. in that direction right. at all. That's right. Um, I mean... Uh, or could you make it so that it, wherever it starts becomes a car parking problem for residents? Um, would that be... You well, know? that would be a, an interesting starting point would mm. be... I think I'm right in saying in Woi Woi, the, remember the government got busy and handed out a lot of money for car parks. Mm. The car park in uh, Woi Woi is 600 metres from the Woi Woi station. Yep. So a light rail that somehow went from... The car park to the station oh, would be yeah. useful. That's nice, isn't but, it? But, yeah. you know. Well, then we could put car parks only in Liberal electorates and then you could run light rails from there to wherever the train station happens to be. So if they wanted to announce car parks, they you know, in any sort of, you know, wherever they need a bit of a boost, well, here's a car park and then there's a light rail to uh, to get you there. Toot, toot. Do you reckon, do you reckon uh, light railism will get lighter? Because oh, I've got to be honest here, is as it turns out, the light rail in the eastern suburbs of Sydney, it's pretty heavy duty. It's, it's not particularly light, is it? No. no, no. So you're seeing something. Would you like it to be more open, like an old-style, um, oh, you know, like well. an old cattle carriage I'm seeing, you know? So, so there's no real walls. Um, well. It's just, you know, just a rail, just a, like a, a guard rail that you sort of hang on to, that sort of thing? Or do you want to, do you see it more being made of Kevlar? The latter. Mm. You know, yeah. you, somehow it's reduced in weight enormously. Yep. Yeah. And then has a sort of really modern shape. Yeah. That's the other thing about the light rail is it's a bit dull. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Make it a bit slicker. Um, exciting news for our proposed triangle of power. Um, steam tram motor number one is owned by the powerhouse. So the original steam tram that went to Castle Hill is there. Is already there. on site. So all it needs is to you know Saturday afternoon clean it up again. Getting it going, and um, off off you could go. It's a, I must go and have a look at that. Is that a part of a permanent display, or is that I mothballed? Don't know. Not sure. Or is that out at Castle Hill already? Oh, that's what I'm thinking. It's out oh. at Castle Hill already. Okay. It's already there. If Wallandilly is now part of Greater Sydney, can we have a Southwest Connects, please, around Picton? 
says uh, Of course you can. So of course you can, yeah. I, yeah. I'd be surprised that's not being planned. Um, um, there's a lot of open space out there which mm. would be just screaming to be tunnel under. Well, as far as I understand, basically development um, is going to stretch from Campbelltown to Canberra, uh, to Goulburn, really. So we'll be looking at Southwest Connects, I would have thought, any day soon. Yes, um, uh, disappointed it's not already mm, on the drawing board, but mm. I'm sure that Stokesy's got something in mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Dear Jane's and Planning Commission gurus, uh, well, that's, 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 <laughs> that's us. <yes>. Given <laughs> Sounds the, like us. Given the who knows when it will all end nature of the current two-city lockdowns, could I suggest the allocation of one lane on the Hume Highway as the COVID travel lane? COVID testing points along the way, toilets and rest, pon- rest points reserved for hot spotters using that lane only. Keep the economy running and the rest of us safe. So I think what he's saying is that you travel in the COVID lane and perhaps every time, you know, you pull into the service centre to get some chicken nuggets, quick swab, quick test, you know, and then maybe get results before you get to Albury or something like that. Is that, does that, is that how you read that? The, no, I thought he, uh, he was hoping that people who had COVID would stay in that lane. I can stay in that lane. Yeah, so it's all oh, set out yeah. for them. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You know, they don't have to, oh, their whole okay. needs are catered for by people in PPE and oh, stuff I like see. that. Oh, I see. So you'd nominate, you know, oh, no, Pheasants Net Service Centre is a COVID service centre. So yeah, you go or, in that lane. You, you can know, go people, in there, get the, petrol, get a burger, come back into your COVID lane. And or people might think, oh, gee, I feel a bit poorly in the in yeah. the other lanes. Yeah. I better get in the COVID yeah. lane. Or if and you're then, leaving from a hotspot, then there you, take you go. The COVID that's, lane. that's right. So I think that's Spot on. Yes, here's a right. hotspot. Use yes. the COVID lane. Use to designated get, COVID rest centres. Yeah. You can go to um, the t- VC winner. You know, Smith, yes, that's right. toilet, that's right. whatever it might be. Yeah. Then you can continue into COVID quarantine in uh, in Melbourne when you get there. Gee, those VC uh, toilet centres, they're going to come into their own. Aren't they? Aren't they? Mm. Very, very good. Uh, they should put the Japanese mini-sub that was welded in Pride of Place at the front of the said War Memorial in, in, in Canberra. Was was one of the Japanese subs out the front of the War Memorial? I don't know if I remember that. Um but, um, oh, I mean, got I'd... stuck on Holbrook now because they, they, they seem to have cornered the market in... Subs, yeah, yeah, ceremonial subs. Yeah. There's a half-finished railway line from Wollongong to Malden in Wollandilly. They could turn that into a light railway. Um, so that, that does sound does sound very very, That's good. very good. If we made the light rail of carbon fibre, you'd be able to carry your own carriage onto the rails. That's a lovely idea, isn't it? So you start to have your own personal light rail carriage, like those things you know that they push up and down. Yeah, you see them the, in the handle. The, what do you call them? Handle Put, cart or something, yeah, hand something cart like or something like yeah. that. All those bicycles you see that they're using on the disused railway lines. Yeah, they put pedals they're, and they're train wheels. They're excellent. Know. They're I would excellent. Thought, Sydney cyclists, if they could, if they could clap on some carbon wheels that fit, that that went in the the oh the slots that went in oh, the, the, in, the, mean, in yeah. the track. Yeah, yeah. They'd love it, wouldn't they? they well, maybe. I like those uh, uh, rail trails. Uh, mm. I mean, they're, they're, there's a great one. For instance, I think it runs from. Uh, Aubrey to Corriong, I mm. think that's right. And it, very low gradient, of course, because the yeah. train can't go up many hills. Yeah. So a very easy ride. Yeah, yeah. And but I mean, Sydney, you know, like if you start to, if cyclists could put rail wheels. Well, I don't want to get into a safety issue and here. And start, you know. But what, what are you thinking getting on, you know, say it's central cyclists and heading down? Cyclists are faster than the light rail. Oh, I, well, I know that. Yeah, I know that. But they, you know, <laughs> they'd have to slow down. <laughs> but what, slow I, down. what I thought it, the, the person meant was that somehow you're at central and you think, I'll just whip home on the carriage 
and I'll get on and head down yeah. towards Sutherland, yeah. we could end up in terrible trouble. That's right. Um, they should move Willow Grove, the Italianate mansion, next to the Captain Cook's Cottage in Melbourne. That's oh, a lovely that's spot That's a lovely for idea. It. Lovely spot for it. Very lovely good. idea. What about upgrading Man Street? Do you know, in, yeah. I, ha- I have trouble believing that is the Captain Cook. I, I think there's some controversy around is whether there? it's... it's and, actually, it just looks too twee. Some reports suggest that even if it is, he didn't go there much. You've know. <laughs> always away in the Pacific. <laughs> uh, what about upgrading Man Street in, in Gosford? It's the ugliest street in New South Wales. Oh. Could it be a tech hub um, for the government to complement can I, the? Yeah. Can I point out that Gosford is, a, is there's something wrong with Gosford? Mm. They've tried hundreds and hundreds of things there, and nothing works. Uh, they got buggered because they moved all the shopping out to Erin Affair. I oh, think yeah. is what the main problem right. is. But they need something new and a tech hub. Surely well, a tech hub. Yeah, a tech hub connected with, say, working at the Australian mm. War Memorial, yeah. digitising yeah. the collection and yeah. making, uh, you know, the gaming component, if, yeah. that's, if we can put it that way, yeah. the historical gaming component. Do you think tech and innovation hub for Man Street Gosford is better than a creative hub for Man Street Gosford? Which would you create or creative precinct? I think it's either creative precinct or a tech and innovation hub. What What do you think Mansfield Gosford would? Well, can I to? change it? We need to move on a little bit to but a, a centre of of digital excellence. Centre of digital excellence. Yeah. And resilience. <laughs> centre of digital excellence and resilience. resilience yeah. With a Gosford. special focus on War Memorial. Yeah. No. Very very. Well, good. I just mean that until we've got it done, uh, and then it moves on to another topic. That's very very good. Could Willow Grove be put on the back of a tra- truck and taken on tour? Yeah, I think that's. Oh no, idea. that's got to be done. That's, that's got to be done. Because see, all of Australia wants to see Willow Grove. I tell you what, that, uh, we mentioned this on uh, Blushing on the Blind Side, mm. the bed that Jack DeBellin hid under and Willow Grove, yeah. all of a sudden you've got people queuing. Oh, that's right. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, it's a terrific idea. Fantastic. Well, you don't need much more than that. You no, could... very, very good. Look, uh, absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for all of your suggestions on the uh, tech service there. I think that will give a lot of momentum to Sydney and state planning during the two weeks that you're absent, HG. So I'm, <laughs> I'm hopeful that we did cover a lot of things and give a lot of uh, insight and mentorship to everybody concerned. Um, have a fantastic time uh, at the Olympics, even though well, you're going to be, be right fantastic. Here. Yeah, um, no, Tokyo's never looked better. You know, I'm a mm. sashimi and sushi freak, and mm. I love teriyaki and tempura and yeah. anything with a miso soup. I just Love yeah, it. Yeah. Will you inhaling it? Will you and Roy be tested before and after each dodgy well, arm again? Is that, well, is that uh, we're planned? certainly being tested quite a lot. And remember, of course, the um, the SIP, the or STIP rather, should I say, the sanitised total immersion program will be mm. something we will be doing every day. Yeah. We hope to survive. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that the um, the whole thing is uh, is going to be electrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, the, I understand we've already lost. You know, people out of the team. I think the demon Demonua is yeah, yeah. COVID down and yeah. he can't go. And there's some problem with our women's basketball team uh, already. And mm. you know, so it's going to be it's going to be a fun ride. Yeah, yeah. No, they should have left months ago if they've come back and caught caught our the Aussie Delta. Um, <laughs> the Aussie Delta. Uh, look, I think the softball team went pretty early, right? And they're loving it. Yeah. They're loving it. The yeah. reports I'm getting is, uh, you know, there's a gold in the hip yeah. pocket there. Yeah. Uh, but as you said, bludging's on tomorrow as well. So midday tomorrow. Uh, midday tomorrow for bludging on the blind side, all yes. the uh, the latest from rugby league at uh, that point. So uh, great. And, and I'm put a call out. The rugby league has offered because it's relocating to help young players with their wedding plans mm. that may be interrupted because yeah. of the hub life north yeah. of the Tweed. That's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, wedding yeah, plans. Who would have thought the rugby league yeah. would be getting into the wedding business? Yeah, yeah. But it is. Um, virtual weddings, I guess, will be a, be a big thing there and that should be terrific.
Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you so much, HG. Great to see you. We'll see you again in a couple of weeks. But, of you course, will. be uh, glued to uh, Dodgy Armageddon uh, here on this very station at around about this time, 3 o'clock every afternoon during the Olympics. I hope you enjoyed that. That was me, James Valentine, HG Nelson, Jen Fleming, radio producer, and Matt Hiley. We all worked together to make that, that, that extraordinary production of The Latest Headroom.